You're listening to Randall Wallace Presents, formerly Bridging the Political Gap, the number one American history podcast of 2024 by Feedspot.com. Statement by President Joe Biden on the Senate vote in the trial of Donald Trump, February 13th, 2021. It was nearly two weeks ago that Jill and I paid our respects to Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who laid in honor in the rotunda after losing his life, protecting the Capitol from a riotous, violent mob on January 6, 2021. Today, 57 senators, including a record seven Republicans, voted to find former President Trump guilty for inciting that deadly insurrection on our very democracy. The Senate vote followed the bipartisan vote to impeach him by the House of Representatives. While the final vote did not lead to a conviction, the substance of the charge is not in dispute. Even those opposed to the conviction, like Senate Minority Leader McConnell, believe Donald Trump was guilty of a disgraceful dereliction of duty and practically and morally responsible for provoking the violence unleashed on the Capitol. Tonight, I am thinking about those who bravely stood guard that January day. I'm thinking about all those who lost their lives, all those whose lives were threatened, and all those who are still today living with terror they lived through that day. And I'm thinking of those who demonstrated the courage to protect the integrity of our democracy Democrats and Republicans, election officials and judges, elected representatives and poll workers, before and after the election. This sad chapter in our history has reminded us that democracy is fragile, that it must always be defended, that we must be ever vigilant, that violence and extremism has no place in America, and that each of us has a duty and responsibility as Americans and especially as leaders, to defend the truth, to defeat the lies. That is how we end this uncivil war and heal the very soul of our nation. That is the task ahead, and it's a task we must undertake together as the United States of America. Hi there, it's Randall Wallace, and I'm coming to you on February 13th, the night of the vote on the, in the Senate, acquitting Donald Trump of the charge of insurrection. I really am coming because this is also coinciding with our final week of Bridging the Political Gap, Season 1, where we are at our final two episodes. They're titled Sow the Wind and Reap the Whirlwind. They come on the heels of looking at the World War II generation in the previous two podcast episodes, where we looked at the moderating influence that World War II had provided, and that generation's impact on the American history and world history, because they were united and worked together to solve so many problems. And I can't think of anything that's a, more timely than that to look at right now, as you see this division that's gripped the country, was created by the trial and the situation over the, since the election. 
in November in the insurrection or, or riot or whatever at the Capitol. I hope that we'll look at what's happened and say, hey, we need to change that. We make a conscious decision to change. It's one of the big things that I've, that I've talked about throughout this presentation over the last month and a half. We've got to get away from blaming each other and being demonizing each other and, and all that has created this. Because what I have found is when you, when you talk to people about the situation in our country, they can just give you this laundry list about them, the other side, what they've done wrong. And what I would say is, it's time to wipe that slate clean. It's time for us to lower the rhetoric, as, as Trump's defense lawyer said today, to cool the temperature that's in the country and look at it as, now it's the time for us to do, as Joe Biden has said, come together as the United States of America and move forward to deal with this pandemic, but to change the atmosphere. And like I have said over the last 11 episodes, that to me is looking at the great example of the World War II generation and how they managed to get through things. And look, they didn't do everything perfect. They fought about things. They got us into a, a war that uh, was pretty devastating in the 60s. Uh, Watergate happened on their watch. And as great a president as I think Richard Nixon is, you know, here's a situation where wrongdoing occurred and they dealt with it. So, But they didn't stop progress. And they were adults in the room. And there's this great story that I didn't get into in this in this series about the Clinton impeachment, which is right at the end of this generation's time. And the votes were not there to convict Bill Clinton. And Strom Thurmond, my senator, walked into the room and said, you don't have the votes to convict this fella and you get this over with now. And it was sort of like dad coming home with an unruly house and saying, all right, we're done <laughs> and we're going to do something about this and move it on and quit embarrassing, you know, the country we're, or you're not going to misbehave. It would be the analogy. We don't have those figures anymore that are the Strom Thurmonds or the Dan Inouye or the Bob Dole. And those folks with the seniority don't seem to want to perform that role of being, you know, dad coming home and stopping some of this. But I think that gives us an opportunity to say, hey, we've got to consciously make that decision that we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to tolerate this kind of behavior anymore. And I think the electorate needs to send that. And I hope that you'll look at what we've been through the last few, I'd say two decades of it, and say, hey, you've had enough. You want to look at at how, as I show, have shown in this series, a generation of Americans made us the greatest country in the world, the biggest economic superpower, how they worked together to do that, uh, they formed friendships across the aisle. Some of that was because they didn't have a jet airplane and they couldn't get home. And maybe that's something we need to change and have our Congress become a full-time Congress and have them live in D.C. and work together up there. That's sort of my take, and I hope that our Congress people and our leadership that's there will look at that and, and, and say, hey, that's something that we need to do. We, we need to make that decision that we're going to figure out how to get past where we are and leave this era of, conspiracy theories that are absolute utter nonsense or making outlandish accusations with the full intent of destroying somebody because we want to make some, you know, we're, we're trying to stop a Supreme Court nomination or we're trying to, to unseat somebody, that we're going to leave that era behind and we're going to start acting like adults. So that's my message concerning that. But I also want to say to you, thank you. This uh, podcast series that I hope will serve as an example of that kind of leadership that we need in this country has been an enormous success. We're, we have had a, a, a huge number of downloads. We've got viewers 
listening to us in France, in China, in Australia, all across the country. I've got we've got a big following in San Jose, California, and New York City, and uh, in Washington State, in Canada, Puerto Rico, uh, Florida, and just all over the place. And I just I I'm really surprised and stunned, and just want to say thank you for folks tuning in. I'm really proud of that, and I hope that you will continue to tune in. This was an 11 part documentary. Um, but we're, we're, we, this was such a surprising and and, a, and and got such a good following with all the downloads that we got that I'm going to do some shows in March. You know, some of these shows were quite long, and so I was thinking I might divide some of them up, 30-minute deals. So you might see an episode that looks like that. That's some things that I thought maybe you'd enjoy if you, you didn't want to sit through an whole hour and a half. Got some excess footage and things that I found that I thought maybe would be fun to share. And then... I hope as we get into April and May, I can get some guests to come on. We'll talk about, you know, the future of the country and where we want to go. And maybe we talk about some local things, too, here in Myrtle Beach, where I'm from. I'm looking forward to staying on and continuing to do this. So please stay on the lookout for more shows. But most importantly, I want to do this on the eve of the final show, which is going to be called Reaping the Whirlwind. Uh, It's going to look at January 6, 2021. On the eve of that, I wanted to just come on here and say a very simple thank you. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that we've touched a nerve and it's something that can help us get our leadership to embrace these leadership secrets and talents that this generation brought back from World War II and used to create the American century because our better days are coming, I believe. I'm optimistic about that, even though I'm worried about the country, because I believe we're getting ready to right that ship. And... We're going to do as President Biden, who is a president from a different party, a person that I know is a fine and good man. He was a good friend of Strom Thurmond's, who I, as a lot of people can probably tell, I admired a great deal. But as he said, we got to face this problem as the United States of America. And it's going to be really easy to point out what the other side's doing wrong, whether you are a liberal or a conservative and you're one team or the other. But I would suggest looking in the mirror and saying, hey, it's just time to erase this. And those folks who want to be extreme and stir up trouble, you know, we don't have to listen to them anymore. We can find that common ground if we're willing to work together. So that's my message, and I hope you will continue to tune in here. And I really do appreciate it. Like I said, I'm, I thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you there. And I have said this again, and I will close this with this. One way we can move away from some of this is to always remember If something sounds crazy, stupid, or complicated, it usually is. So remember that no matter what story or tale you hear. And that will help go a long way to just bringing some common sense back to government. Thanks, and we will see you in March. Enjoy the show tomorrow night, and until next time, so long for now.
thank you for listening to Bridging the Political Gap. If you've liked what you've heard, please share it. And we would love to hear from you and your thoughts on, on our show. So if you'd like to, please leave a review wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, thanks again, and so long for now.